0: Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. We have.
1: Oh, yes, we have Alexia J. She won the world famous amateur night at the Apollo Theater at just nine years old. Alexia kept honing her voice, inspired by the likes of Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, and Sam Cooke. But it wasn't until she began sharing videos on social media that her career truly took flight.
0: And we're excited to have her on the show. So yes. welcome to our show.
2: Thank you. Thank
3: you. It's good to be here.
0: And talking about when your show took, your um, career took flight, um, yeah. social media and the Internet has made it been a game changer, ain't it?
3: Oh, my God. What? if If this was like 10 years ago,
0: mm-hmm. I don't
3: know. If posting would have did what it did for me about a year ago. So, yes, yeah, social media has been a real game changer.
0: And thank God for it, too, because oh, of yes. COVID. And speaking mm-hmm. of COVID, um, how did COVID affect you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze we have?
3: <laughs> um, well, COVID, it really kind of helped simply because people had no choice but to be on the Internet. <laughs>
0: You right. know what I'm saying?
3: So yeah. it kind of helped as far as listening to the underrated artists and things like that. Mm. So I've been getting a lot of love from a lot of different people just from COVID. So I'm actually I'm 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 sad that it happened, but
0: yeah, you know, know. as
3: far as my career, it's been doing pretty good with people sitting in the house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like for us, yeah. you know we started the show in January of 2020, so mm-hmm. a couple months before, before
3: the pandemic really hit. And
0: our, okay. and our our original yeah. plan was to do maybe 100 interviews first year. We thought and we thought we,
1: that would be a lot for us. The first, and year, we but.
0: thought that would be pushing 100 interviews first year. But we thought if we could pull that off, it would be a great foundation for a first year for our show. Right. Then COVID happens, and I'm like, I told Sandy, you know. I don't like that COVID happened, but you know what? We need to take advantage of this because all these artists and entertainers and all that don't have a place to talk and we're going to give them that. So we need to step it up even more. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year and we're over 400 now.
3: Oh, wow. Y'all are amazing.
0: (laughs) And the crazy part is, because everybody was shut down, we started getting bigger and bigger people. And next thing you know, we had like Sarah Evans on and Randy Travis. And next week we got the Latrell family.
1: Yeah, it's Brian, Brian Latrell
0: from Backstreet Boys. And, and so it's just been crazy. So because mm-hmm. of COVID, our show exploded. You know, yeah. Although I don't like that people had to die from the hate that side of it. Yeah, but we found yes. our silver lining.
1: Silver lining.
3: Yeah, it's always something bad has to happen for the good to happen, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was always told.
2: I yeah, was, It
3: mm-hmm. sucks that people had to go through what they went through, but I am mm-hmm. glad that it's almost over. Oh, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. So yeah it's ahead. time to go back
0: outside. Yeah, yeah. it's great that you know we've been we've been fully vaxxed and we're able to not have to wear them, that stupid mask yes. now. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which down in Georgia, where we are, we've been pretty much open since last summer. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not like up in the north and all that, where everything stayed shut down. Right. You know, we've been back at church since August. Yeah. Oh, my
3: God. I think we just, we actually just, our church just started back maybe a month ago. Oh, wow. I'm in Alabama. So it's, oh, wow. like, it's kind of yeah. iffy in different areas. People do yeah. what they want in certain areas. But my area was shut down for... A good little minute. I'm in the country where there's really nothing. Everybody knows each other, so oh, yes. we've been just trying to sit tight and yeah. wait yeah. it out. But I'm glad that everything is
0: going. now back it's I was getting a
3: little back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music?
3: Um, I would say I love decorating. Huh. I don't know why. When I was, younger, <laughs> I used to watch all of those. I think it's HGTV. Oh, yeah. I watched that so much. So when I got older and I was able to get my own, oh, my God, I went crazy. I love everything about art, not just music, but everything about art. So when it comes to decorating, you can really express yourself in your own home. Yeah. Decorating is definitely one. I would love to say I love drawing. I'm not that good at it. (laughs) At it, but I would like to get better as far as painting. I can draw
0: yeah. trucks and cars, but that's it. That's it.
3: Like, I can draw stick people, and I'm really good at the stick people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I
0: can stick people. <laughs> <laughs> so, what but was yeah. you something perky about you?
3: Uh, I, people really look at me as this super sweet, quiet person, but when I'm by myself, I'm super goofy, super yeah. extra.
0: So I can't it. wait
3: till people get to see that part of me when I get super comfortable, but I am super goofy. Like I love animations and all that stuff, all that quirky stuff. Yeah. Yes. So, so you sure. need your own reality
0: show. You said what? So you need your own reality show.
3: Oh, so God. So people can People would be.
0: <laughs> oh my! If I
3: had my own reality show, me and my family—oh God, people would get a kick out of us, really. Yeah, because we
0: kind of joke about that sometimes. Yeah. We're driving, and one of us will say something just out the blue. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> laugh and we we'll like, "What if a reality show was following us? They would pick that one it quote, was. right?" <laughs> <laughs> like I, they did with Jessica Simpson. Oh, like the tuna thing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep, yep. I tell my dad all the time, I'm like, man, if they give us a show and put you in it alone, oh my God, you would make so much money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. So, as you know, a lot of people would ask when you knew you want to do music, but I always had to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could actually be a career choice for you?
3: um i'm gonna say when i first went on the apollo oh yeah i could not believe that michael jackson was i was he was here you know what i'm saying and he got to touch the thing where you and i'm like oh my god i could actually be a real singer because i don't know anybody who gets the chance as a five-year-old right thing on the apollo and yeah. every time I sang, my mom always bought me these really cute dolls. So if I got to get that every time after I got through singing, I was like, oh yeah, I could I could definitely
0: be a singer. <laughs> oh, it was a different show. <laughs> no, Steve the Apollo changed Steve Harvey's life. Uh,
3: right yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That was the best. See, when I went, he wasn't there. And I was so okay. hurt. Oh my God. Oh, and I was so sick about it because I was so excited about meeting him. So maybe one day I'll get to talk uh, about yeah. that story. We keep saying he's
0: one of our dream guests that we would like to have on the show one day. Because yeah, <laughs> you know, every time I, we get down a little bit, and you know, you want the show to grow and grow and grow. And, yeah. and you know, I don't care who you are. If you're a creative, you want it to be bigger. You always do. Yeah, and always sometimes... I'm like, when is that big break going to go through? Because we go through the same ideas that y'all go through. And it's like, I'll I'll go to YouTube. I'll plug in the Apollo story, a 10-minute video. And I'll listen to that. uh, And and I'm like, okay, it's coming. (laughs) Right, right. You got to
3: manifest that thing. You got to (laughs) manifest it. It'll come. I swear it will.
0: (laughs) Now, speaking of that and speaking of the toughness, Um, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of your big artists and your big actors, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within the entertainment world. And I always want to talk about that because I think that a lot of people kind of sugarcoat this side of it. So people step in not knowing there's sacrifice and a lot of it. So let's go there a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the struggles and sacrifices you've had to make even to get to where you are today.
3: Um, well, when I first started, uh, I was dealing with my mom being sick. Oh wow. But that's what made me really want to keep sick. I love music. I love it. It's it's always been in my heart. So that was the only thing that I could run to. So my mom was the reason I started posting videos when I was found mm. by uh tip it was unbelievable because I really oh, wow. was just posting videos, you know what I'm saying? Just to yeah. just to ease what was going on in, in, in my house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But when I actually first started working, oh man, it was nothing like I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> it's day and night, mm-hmm. night and day, and I have a son, so that's another sacrifice, you know, him not right. seeing me sometimes. But thank God he understands. I yeah. love the fact that he's a very understanding kid. But the sleep, the sl- you don't. What you're not gonna get life? that if you're trying to. If you're That's trying what? to make it, you're not gonna get no sleep. That's number one, and you have to be up earlier than everybody else. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Everybody else. But those are some of the sacrifices that I had to make as far as my career. You know, me taking care of my mom, also yeah. traveling, yeah. trying to do that, and taking care of my son as well.
0: Yeah, and that's like with us, you know, mm-hmm. we, um, of course, the show makes no money, yet, even though we put 40 hours a week into this thing. You yeah. know, this is our baby, and it's like we put all this time, all this time in it. And then, of course, we still got a life, we still got a marriage, we still got two kids, a nine year old, which you'll hear from him later because he yes. always asks questions. Okay. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. We homeschool him. Yeah, two-year-old. And we got a two year old, oh. a daughter.
1: And we have our side job in the evening that, that, keep us that, afloat. that keeps us going. Uh,
0: and That's so a lot of like, way too. You know, yeah. So, because we, we're chasing the same dream that an artist is chasing. You know, we want to be the Bobby Bones, the Ty Bentleys, the Kelly Clarkson shows. In fact, one of our ultimate dreams. And I always say this on the show because maybe one day somebody will be listening. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, but know. our ultimate dream is to be the first married couple host of a daytime talk show.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be super dope.
0: Cause, and, you and you know, up it. And down, we can take that spot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep, you sure can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but again, you know, when you look out and yeah. really, you know, most hosts are just co hosts, they're not married. So, right,
1: yeah. well, that's a different kidding. dynamic to it. We, be, just be just just
0: just yeah. we just got to get her talking a little more. Though. I'm
1: trying. To <laughs> look, she's
2: doing good.
0: <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so we talked about the sacrifice a little bit. Let's go the other way and talk about the glory side. What are a few moments? And we know that Apollo is one of them. Um, mm-hmm. But what are a few moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that?
3: Uh, my first one as an adult mm-hmm. is when I had when I got to fly out to Miami and i got to go in a real studio and i know that sounds crazy but where i'm from we don't we don't have that type of stuff you're either in somebody's house or or because i live in a country it's nothing but cows chickens and pigs and things like that so when i went when i flew to miami and got to go to the studio for the first time and work with actual real producers I was like, "Wow, I'm really sitting in here working with people who've worked with, you know, different celebrities and they think I'm super dope." You yeah. know, what I'm saying? so it was really like mind it's like a mind-blowing experience for me. You
0: know, speaking of studios, we went to Nashville for the first time a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine owns CDX Nashville, and he has a his own studio there. And he invited us over, so that was our first time ever in a studio. Yes, it and, was, and it was really cool to to see all the different equipment. And
1: oh, and our nine year old got to play on some drums. There, they had so
0: much fun! Uh, it yeah. was just, in fact, we we had so much fun that we're going back next Friday to Nashville because we're planning yeah. on moving out there. Yeah!
3: Oh, hey, wow, that's amazing.
0: Because we feel like with our show, I think the next step would be to be in a place like a Nashville.
3: Yeah, yeah, I love Nashville. It's beautiful. I don't know what that street is. My mom always tells me to go on. Do y'all know what it is? Broadway. Broadway. So
0: yeah, that's that's the main. And I got. I
3: have to. I just have to.
0: (laughs) Now, if you go, just to keep in mind, when you're on Broadway, if you go on a Friday or Saturday night, really any night, it is. People to people like this. It's
1: going to be crazy. Huh? Even,
0: even though through the COVID, we were down there a few weeks ago and it was jam packed then. and it that was probably even more. It, so it'll now. be interesting to see how it is when we go back because um, the Nashville recently lifted all the bands. They can fill 100%. up 100% capacity, everything. So I bet it's, and we're going Memorial Day weekend too. Oh. So I bet it's going to be really packed out. Yeah, absolutely. But if if you're if you yeah. want to really see things, more daytime is laid back for yeah. Broadway. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to check yeah. that out. And there's music and, and another cool thing about it. We we never knew about this. Yeah. But when you're walking down Broadway, er, every bar that has a band playing, they they play right at the basically the window, and they have those open and those and windows them. open, so they keep the window open so people that walk by can hear.
3: And it's live. It's live band. Live, oh, bands. there's like yeah, twenty or thirty
0: different. like twenty or thirty different bands that are playing at any given all time. Oh that that my that's
3: goodness! I would place. love that. I love a good
0: live band. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Nothing bad, you know, because of course you got the Kid Rock one, Dirts B- Bentley, yeah, um, Bar, Jason, they all got the bars right there, and they
3: all the play the live music. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> i have to go. <laughs> <laughs> So um, as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist, but they don't see the teams behind you. And in our opinion, they never get the love they, they deserve. So if you want to give a few moments, just tell us about the team that makes you who you are.
3: My team is freaking amazing, like amazing. I'm going to start with my mom because that's who I started with first. Oh, yeah. She's been here from date. I started singing, I did my first solo at two years old. So she has been at the forefront the whole entire time. Yeah. You, need to do this. you need to do that. We need to do this. We need to do that. And so it brings me to being an adult when I actually got a, a, a legit team. It was actually amazing seeing that my mother did all of those jobs that, you know, By herself. It, it, it takes a group of people, you know. But my mom, she was so determined. She was like, no, I'm going to just do all of that for you. <laughs> But my team now, they are amazing. My manager, she's amazing. My producers, I love them. They are so sweet and they love me. They make sure everything, and I mean, everything is in tip-top shape and I love that.
0: So now, there are probably a thousand things to this, but just think of one moment. Where you where your mom went above and beyond for you and your career, and you're like, Wow, she gets it. This is my passion and purpose.
3: I it's so funny because I knew immediately what I was gonna tell you. When I was <laughs> little, I had I sung on the set on the show of Moesha, and we had oh, to wow. fly oh, wow. to California. My mother hates heights. Mm-hmm. She oh. hates them like she won't even go over bridges. So
1: Oh, wow. When she got
3: on that plane, I knew then that she knew exactly what we were going to do and she believed in everything that right. I had going
2: yeah.
3: on. So I thought that was pretty, she doesn't know that I remember that, but I remember
0: well. <laughs> oh, wow. And you know, something that, you know, we, we bring a lot of people on our show and a lot of young artists and actors um, on our show too. And, and as a common denominator, and, and again, I hope people don't mistake what I'm about to say, because it's you know, if you don't have that support, you can still make it. But what we have noticed is the artists and actors and actresses and all that that have the support of that immediate family, the mother and father usually get ahead faster than the ones that don't. And it's and and I just wish more parents would understand that you don't have to agree. You might not. You might hate the idea that they're going to be a musician. And I think that a lot of times parents they misunderstand what being a musician is because they see the broke brother-in-law on the street, and then they see your Blake Shelton, your Eminem, and all the different uh-huh. people. There's so many levels in between. That yeah, they didn't have. see that
3: grind part. There's yep. a grind part that you you it, there's a it's a process. It doesn't happen yep. overnight. And I think a lot of a lot of people my age that I've talked to that wanted to be an artist and chose a a day job because of their parents, I, it kind of sucks looking at my mom and she supported everything that I did, yeah. regardless of when I did it. <clears throat> it. It 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 makes you think. Like I wish a lot of people, a lot of parents understood that at the end of the day, it's their dream. Yeah. And At the end of the day, no, it's your no kid. Right. No matter what they choose to do, you got to be ten toes down because you never know who that kid is gonna be. You don't know, Doc, I bet his mom did. Dr. Dre's mom didn't know he was going to be Dr. Dre. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Right. So you got to stand ten toes down with your kids, because with that support, that type of support, it <coughs> makes us feel so busy. much
0: easier. And, it does. and, and you know, speaking so of lot. that, I can tell you where the other type of parent leads. I've got friends of mine who's been, say, 15 years in their career now. And I'm not talking about music career, but I'm talking about nine to five type career. And they're miserable. And you sit down with them, and you're like, "Why are you?" Mi-? I mean, I'm like, "You're always like, you know, you got this great, this um, great family. You got this um, great lifestyle. You got this great career." And many times, the people will say, "Well, well, that's the problem, the career." I'm like, "What do you mean that's the problem?" Um, you went to school for four, six, eight years for that. How can that be the problem? They're like, well, I didn't go for me. Exactly. I, my guidance counselor, my friends, my parents, yeah. my family—everybody said that what I wanted to do couldn't make money. Well, so I had to have this big job, and now they're like drinking their life to death. They're they're miserable and all that because they listened to people that didn't understand And it, and it's not saying that parents were wrong; they just didn't understand.
1: Yeah,
3: my mom. I remember writing a song and. In my opinion, I was very young and I probably shouldn't have been talking about the things that I was talking about that young, but I completely didn't understand what I was talking about. It was just from the music that I was listening to, the music that was being put out. My mom listened to the song and she looked at me, I was so scared. (laughs) She looked at me and she said, "That, that sounds amazing. Oh, That's so wow. amazing. And I, I, everybody told me before I told my mom, he's like, I wouldn't let her listen to that one. And I'm like, if I know my mom, like I think I know my mom, I, I got to let her listen to it. So when she told me that that was amazing, I thought that was super dope as a parent because sometimes parents don't know how to react to the things that their kids do, but it, it's most of the time it's harmless. It's just their art. Yeah. You got to understand yeah. nice. art. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And and that's you know right. Joe had a great point where he talked about the grind a lot of people drastically underestimate the amount of work that goes into the entertainment industry.
3: And that's so and, and that's
0: why I always want to hit that side of it on our show because I th- I want people to understand that yes, you may have you may have the best voice out there. But if you're not willing to work it does not matter.
3: It don't <laughs>
0: matter. It it does
3: not matter because now like you said social media is everything if you don't put yourself out there who's going to hear you
0: who's going to see you? And now everybody can compete because because before you could get signed by a label and you got and unless you got signed by a label you couldn't make it now everybody can everybody. compete in this crazy industry because of social media which is good and bad all at the same time <laughs> <Yes>. yeah <laughs> i can <do> that <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of teams a while ago, yeah. we've got a third co-host, our little nine-year-old that we bring on to ask a few questions. Sandy's going to go get yeah. him real quick. And we've like like I said earlier, we got a two-year-old daughter that when she gets older, we'll be plugging her in the show, too, because we That's are amazing. a family affair show. That
3: is so cool. I can't wait for my son to get older. He's, he's still in the playing stage where he wants to be outside all the time. He loves singing, yeah. love, loves doing music, but it's right. on the outside. So I can't wait till he get to the point to where he's ready to do stuff like when that. He can
0: see exactly what you do and say, oh, and it clicks. Mm-hmm. He
3: tells me every day. He's like, mom, I sing better than you. I'm just letting you, I sing better than you. And I say, you sure do. <laughs> you sure do, babe, because I want him to know. Like, you got to do what mommy does every day. I sit in a room and sing every day. Hi.
2: Hi, Alexia. So you what's your favorite food? You said what?
3: Uh, What's your favorite food? Ooh. Are we talking about sweets or are we talking about salt? Anything. 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 <laughs> um, God, I'm going to go with macaroni. I love macaroni. It's my favorite. What's yours? Pizza. Ooh, yeah, my son loves pizza. I think that's a kid mm-hmm. thing. Like pizza <laughs> is, what kind of pizza do you like?
0: Uh,
2: uh, like uh pepperoni sausage and supreme. Yeah, he likes supreme. pepperoni and sausage. Now, also, supreme. But also, supreme. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's
3: different. I've never heard a kid like supreme pizza. He loves it all on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, like the other day we ordered something from one of the restaurants and. I was getting almost everything on the burger. And he's like, Well, I want everything on the burger. <laughs>
3: That's crazy. Listen, my son is so picky. Oh my God. It's just meat and cheese. That's it. And he tells me, It's like, Mommy, I want meat and cheese and I don't want any ice in my root
0: beer. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, we've been lucky. He's not <laughs> he's picky. So he's yeah, five. we've been really lucky because he's not picky. And so far, Caitlin ain't either. Faster. that's true oh
3: god that is so good because that means y'all don't have to run back and forth to the store wow.
2: <laughs> okay so what's your rare tv show
3: uh my favorite tv show i'm gonna have to say right now is the teen titans my son has me watching the teen titans and i kind of like it just a little bit <laughs> all right and what's yours mine is SpongeBob. I used to love Spongebob when I was like nine. He was my favorite, like my absolute
0: mm-hmm. favorite. What's your favorite you know what's, episode? What's your favorite episode? Um, uh, all of them. <laughs> he, all of them. He just loves them, we watch it over and over and over. Yeah, what's been cool about it is we watch a he watches a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney shows, and we've been able to bring people from his shows onto our show.
3: Wow, I bet that's super cool being yeah. able to talk to them. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: He's love. We he never and, and, and you know when we first started this show, we never imagined that because the we started this as a country music interview show.
3: Oh wow!
0: That's the roots of our show. That's why Nashville and all of that because that's the roots of the show. But it but then it evolved into a music genre show, Yarn. and then eventually it removed. End up being a full fledged entertainment interview show where we bring on actors and artists. So it's been crazy. That so is so crazy. <laughs> all because of COVID,
3: right?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh what's your favorite movie? My favorite
3: movie. I just watched uh the movie called Raya.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I think her. that comes I, on I Disney. I watched it like four times mm-hmm.
0: already. He said he mm-hmm. thinks that comes on Disney.
2: It comes on Disney now. Yeah, Raya. yeah. I heard that Raya show comes on Disney. <laughs> okay, we'll have to check. Yes.
0: And what's yours? Okay, mine is the
2: minions movie. Really? My son mm-hmm. loves the minions. I don't what's that mm-hmm. song? The uh I got it as my ringtone. And
3: it's like ta, ta,
0: ta. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Our two-year-old loves the minions too. And we, we can be walking in a store. If there's a minion on the shelf, she has to have us go in there so she can mm-hmm. see it.
3: I was just in the store yesterday, and I told my son because my son is in, in in the music video with me on "Who Raised You," and I told him I was gonna get him a gift because he did so good in the video, and it was this big, it was humongous, it was a minion, and the eyes closed oh, and opened, wow. and, all wow. little, and it was fifty bucks. I was like, "Is that really what you want?" It's <laughs> <crazy? Wow. laughs> yeah. so right. yeah. yeah. Are big party Bye, out.
2: thanks thank you
0: <laughs> yeah he, he he loves he loves that he's getting a little better at communicating back and forth so that's um, yeah we this, this process that we're seeing that's so tell good. us that about Dino, with, Dino, Dino with him. so tell us about your song
3: oh yes um who raised you yeah it was i was sitting in my car and i was thinking about you know my personal experience and all the things that, that single moms have to go through on a day-to-day basis. And I was just going through beats, and I started singing, and Who Raised You came out.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: And I I didn't post it at first, because in the beginning, I didn't know. Like I said, I'm from the country. Nothing happens here. so. I've been singing for a long time not understanding that there are people out here who write music every day and they get recognized for this music that they write. I just yeah. write it and put it put it away. So something told me to post it one day and I posted it and it went viral. Oh
0: wow. wow. I
3: know and I was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, uh, and so yeah,
3: so getting to this point with who raised you is amazing because I did not know that it would touch so many people in that way you get what i'm saying but i i'm thankful that it did because i just wanted you know moms to understand that other moms understand what you're going through you get what i'm saying and for you know the dads that step out on their kids to understand yeah what what single moms go through and what it takes Mm -hmm. the the child through because it's not just the mom that has to go through it it's the child that is traumatized as well but see, we mm-hmm. have to see it. You get what I'm saying? We have to see those tears and we have to see, yeah. we have to answer those questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I think Who Raised You was was a really good idea to to try to open some eyes and, and see it from a different perspective.
0: Most definitely. Love I, that story. Love that. So if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be?
3: Oh, Ray Charles. All day.
0: All oh, day. What would you want to write about?
3: I have no clue. I listen, I would be sitting in the room in awe at first. And I don't know. I have no clue. I'd probably want to go back because I love the music that he used to do in the clubs that like he changed the music game as far as uh church music, combining church music and blues. Oh, so yeah. I would love to go back there and just sit wow. and and listen. are flying the wall. You
0: know, so fly on the wall. If I could go back and be a fly on the wall, I, I would be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like I would love to
1: be a fly on the wall with Johnny Cash and
0: all that. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I went through nineteen years of addictions until God healed me thirteen years ago. But first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her because of those addictions. And um, so when we watched a story of Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. Oh, yes, yeah, a movie. Walk it moved, and her. it's like we can relate to them because they are us. We are them. So it, yeah. it's really great. And we're in the entertainment world. It's not, we, we can't sing. but <laughs> <we're here. laughs> Maybe we could
1: talk. But what's
0: That's been it. cool about it is we actually did interview Anna Christina Cash, who's married to John Carter Cash, their son. What?
3: Oh,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> did you did you tell them the story? Did y'all watch the movie? I think we watched the movie after. But we did like, tell our, yeah, our our talk to, um, yeah. them and all that mm-hmm. because of our right. story. Because so many parallels with their story, yeah. our story. Uh, you know, again, I don't know how she put up with me. Just like I don't know how June put up with Johnny. <laughs> That's yes love. this love. A woman's
3: love is
0: unmatched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was definitely my angel during those rough times. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so now this probably has a thousand answers. Oh, but at just least. Yeah. think of the first one okay. that comes to mind. What is a song you've heard that you wish you wrote?
3: Oh god. Um well the first song that I thought about was uh Best Thing by Anaya. I thought that song oh, wow. was beautiful, like beautiful. When I heard it, I was like, Jesus Christ, I know that this is some this sounds like something that I would say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I covered that song on my page and then Chris Brown shared it. It oh, was wow. so oh, it wow. was so deep to my heart. <laughs> Then yeah, I I I shared
0: it on my page, and when Chris Brown shared it, I cried the whole the <laughs> day. I I said, oh, that's how okay. like, people hit like on our stuff on Instagram. Like, look, Sandy, look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like I remember. Um, I look up to a guy named um Ty Bentley, who's uh kind of like Bobby Bones on a yeah. lower scale, but he's he's, he's oh, definitely yeah. getting bigger and all mm-hmm. that. And he's kind of like a mentor. We tweet back and forth from time to time if I got questions about the whole industry. Uh-huh. And I remember him telling him who our first two people on the show was. And he's talked about how um, smart that was. Yeah,
1: he's like, genius. that was
0: genius. So I clipped that and I've got that saved in our computer of him saying that. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so this, you know. Back in 2015, we interviewed um, Kelsey Ballerini before everybody pretty much knew who she was, and I asked her where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question mm-hmm. because the answer Kelsey gave us six years ago is almost the same that she's living right now. So, knowing that, where do you want to be in five years?
3: I want to be super rich if I am just kidding. I do want to be rich, but <laughs> I would like to be a international, you know, recording artist. Like I want to be everywhere at one time doing so many different things, you know, building so so many different, you know, businesses, investing. You know what I get? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I just mm-hmm. and I also I want to and I know this sounds crazy, but I want a ranch really, really bad. Oh, wow. Because like where I'm from, we, we grow a lot of our vegetables and fruits yeah. and we take care, you know, of our own animals. So I would like to continue doing that with my family, control our eating. Yeah. So that would be that would be ideal for me.
0: I love that. <clears throat> now, let's look 15 years down road. Let's say that you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like you made it if the person you are today could meet her your future successful self what would you remind her to
3: always stay humble you know remember where you came from and um always just always stay true to who you are because i what i've heard since i've you know been doing this with different people they say the same thing is make sure you stay humble you know what i'm saying I don't I don't know what that means because I'm a I'm a super sweet, humble person, but I guess the music or the industry, I guess it changes you. Me I'm,
2: yeah.
3: I'm a very grounded person. So if I had to tell myself, that would probably be the thing. Just stay grounded, stay humble, and stay true to yourself. Love
1: that. Awesome. And how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it
3: yet? Um I would have to say it is the truth. Everything that I sing about comes from experience or someone else's experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes you feel and I'm I hope it makes you feel a different way than it, than any music has ever made you feel. <laughs> and I hope it takes you through something and gets you out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: That's yeah.
2: what music's supposed to
1: be. Music's supposed to move you. And music yeah. is healing. And that's
3: what I want. I want that. That's exactly what I want. I want it to be timeless. So, yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, and we have a question
3: from Joe.
0: Do you have a YouTube channel?
3: I do. My YouTube channel is Alexia J with two Ys and two underscores. Okay.
1: And my Instagram,
3: all of my social media is Alexia J, two Ys, two underscores.
1: Oh, wow. And what would you like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be known and remembered for?
3: I want to be known as that girl who can sing. Like, she can say, And she's, when, she, when she comes on stage, you know she's going to sing. I don't want to give people anything that my mother would hate. Because my mom, she was my Joe Jackson. So... When I sing, I sing everything that I have. So I want people to always remember me by always giving her all every time she got on stage or every time she got on a song.
0: Yeah, like I remember someone saying, they want to live full and die empty. Yeah, that's
1: good. And and
0: I've always remembered that because I think that's a really great thing because I want to live to the fullest as I can so that when I'm on my deathbed, I don't have any regrets. Exactly. I live by that. If
3: I want to do it, I'm gonna do it. Cause I mean, if you if you fail, it just teaches you something different to go a different route. You know not to ever do that again. So people who live with regrets, I feel bad. I really do. Because you don't know what you're missing. You you just don't know what you're missing in life. Live your life to the fullest. Yeah, because I'd rather
0: try and everything. fail than you never have tried it all.
3: Exactly, because you'll be sitting in your house saying, dang, I wonder. If I would have did that that time, what would have happened? Because when you get a little older with a little bit more wisdom, you tend to be like, well, that probably wouldn't even would have been that bad if I would have tried it. <laughs> and,
0: and yeah. you know, and we've done like over a hundred different business ideas that all have failed, but we're oh, still yeah, here. Yeah. And we still, in fact, they become our little warrior stories now. Oh, yeah, they
2: become a stories, We learn
1: what not to do. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it'll teach you.
0: So as we come to the last question here, um, so you had a friend of yours that you heard Joe McCoy singing, they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it back. And they played maybe 40 or 50 stories, but they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. But they've got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them, and they know they're in the right place. They come to you and they say, I know I'm supposed to do this for the rest of my life what advice would you give that
3: person? um i would say if you know that you're supposed to do this for the rest of your life then do this for the rest of your life at the end of the day it's not going to be easy nothing that you love is easy i don't care what it is you have to continue to work hard you have to practice every day to whatever craft you you do you have to practice because if you don't practice then it's not going to come out like you want to. Any Nothing's going to come out how you want to if you don't practice your craft. If yeah. you keep practicing, you'll get better. You can only get better from practicing. So if that is what you want to do, keep doing it. Keep, keep Get more connections. Do everything that you have to do in your craft to get to where you're trying to get.
0: That's like I'm sure our show's gotten better from day one. To now four hundred shows. So. Yeah.
3: Exactly, you know, you gotta keep going. It's it's all about it's all about persistence.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So as we come to a close here, tell everybody how they can find you.
3: Um, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, uh TikTok, uh, Twitter, all on Alexia J with two Ys and two underscores.
0: Love that. Okay. And you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we look forward to having you back. I
3: really enjoyed you guys, too. And I enjoyed your son as well. (laughs) Oh, thanks.
0: You have a great day.
3: You too. Thank you, guys. Thanks.